You know, last Sunday we talked about the storm that Jesus was in. And how many of you know that it was the plan of God for the storm? Hallelujah. There's nothing taking Jesus unaware. He knew in advance. Now, there are many negative things happening around us today. However, we are not to identify with that. You, you got to stop identifying with what's happening in the world. Listen, you, you really do. Jesus didn't identify with the storm. That's why he could make it calm down. Because he didn't see it as the issue of his life. You got to see, you got to stop seeing what's happening to the world as your problem. It's not yours. If you had to identify yourself as an animal, would it be the lion, the eagle, or the chicken? Then the chicken can be feisty, but it doesn't have the power of an eagle or the lion. How are you going to identify yourself? Now, God identified himself with two animals, the lion and the eagle. You said, no, but he identified as the lamb. No. He didn't identify with the lamb. He went as a lamb. He didn't call himself a lamb. The lamb of God. Okay. Somebody said, yeah, he identified with himself. But it was two animals that he identified his power with. Now, most of us have seen him as the lion of the tribe of Judah. According to Revelations 5, 5, you can look that up in your own time. And it simply says that he's the, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. And he had prevailed and he opened a book and loosed the seven seals. That's what Jesus did. Amen. Now, turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 4. And we're going to still talk about that storm just a little bit. But I want to encourage you just some more because I want you to get your mind off of what you hear on the news. It's diabolical to your faith. And I'm not saying don't be aware of what's happening around your surroundings. That's not what I'm saying. But don't make the news your daily bread. It will cost you your faith. It's designed to promote fear. And it's all a lie. It is all a lie. There are no shortages. Look at your neighbor say, there are no shortages. They proved that. All the milk is sitting in one place. They're just not putting it in your store. It's not because it's not present. It's because they're not distributing it where it needs to go. They're trying to bring everybody on the subjection. And the one way they do it is to make you hungry. Because they know most people are not going to go long without food. They'll surrender when they're hungry. So they think anyway. We're not going that route, amen? And the same day, look at verse 35. When the even was come, this is Jesus talking, he saith unto them, let us go over to the other side. Now, who, who said that? Jesus said it. So if Jesus said we're going to the other side, should there have been a problem? It shouldn't have been a problem. They, Jesus already proven to them over and over again that he could work miracles. So what was the problem? They didn't see themselves right, see? And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. 
And there were also with him other little ships. So there was other ships that were going the same way, okay? And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. The ship was filling up with water. And he was in Jesus was in the hand of part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? What about the other ships that's on the water with them? <laughs> they say, Don't you care that we perish it? <laughs> Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Look at verse 40. And he said unto them, why are you so what? Why are you acting like you don't have me in the ship? Where, how is it that you have no faith? He didn't say little faith. He said, why you don't have no faith? I just got through demonstrating on the seashore what I could, what God can do through me, and now the wind coming up, and you acting like I'm not even in the ship. That I didn't authorize you to do something, because you know He authorized them to go out. All right. So Jesus was able to calm the storm because why? Peace was already in Him, and I made the statement last Sunday that you can only release what is in you. So if fear is what is governing your life, when you sit down and talk to yourself and those around you that you feel like you can let your hair down with, you're going to talk what's in you. Now, you might say a a, a religious statement to me because you don't want me to know how fearful you are. But you're going to say it whether you believe it or not because the aroma is coming up out of you. You know, it's like a person that's eating certain kinds of foods. When, when, When they started talking, you can smell it. Because it's what? Coming up out of them. It's what's in them. It's in abundance. And it's coming up. That's why they make mints. That's just a freebie. So today, let's see how we should have responded to the same storm. Not too many believers see Jesus in relation to the eagle. Let me share something about the eagle. The eagle is the only bird, said the only bird. In the bird kingdom that watches for a storm. Did you know that? I did some study. And I discovered that the eagle watches for a storm. Not. (laughs) Woo, Jesus. Now, do you believe Jesus knew a storm was coming? Of course he did. That's why he went to sleep. He knew it was coming. How many of y'all know what's happening in America today didn't take God by surprise? And it shouldn't have taken you by surprise. If we had lived up to the word when we went to vote, we should have stood with what was right instead of everybody trying to compromise and get along. You see that didn't work. Now what you going to do next? They've already lied and lied and lied and super lied. Now, how many more times they got to lie to you before you discover that they're not going to ever tell you the truth? What you going to do as a believer, not as a black person, not as a white person, not as an Asian, whatever your nationality might be. We got to stop voting according to color and we must vote according to this word. Put the right people in office and this can flip. Because the believer got to come to the forefront. 
The church has got to take the forefront. Jesus coming back for a victorious church. Not the church that's sitting in the corner, hiding out, waiting for the government to take care of it. Ain't going to happen. Now, Jesus coming back whether you're ready or not. You need to know that. He's coming back. So Jesus knew the storm was coming. It's amazing when a storm is coming. Every other bird scatters. The chicken would have gone into the coop. But not the eagle. The eagle watches for the storm. God said in Exodus 19, verse 4 through 6, you can look that up. He says, I will bear you up on eagle's wings. I'm going to take you above on eagle's wings. Listen, listen, listen. We're going to rise above this in just a minute. Y'all got to see it right. This is only temporary. But where you put your faith is going to matter to you. Ooh, Jesus. Then it says, now eagles have a bone in their wings called pinion. You ever heard that in Psalms 9 and 1? Go back and read Psalm that talks about that pinion. You need to, now you're going to get a better idea of what he's talking about. It's a bone that runs through the feathers of the eagle called a pinion. And they only use, it's called the flight feathers. They have different layers of feathers, but these are called the flight feathers. The eagle only uses it when it wants to rest. <laughs> Ooh, sound like the word to me. So the eagle looks at the storm and say, it's time to rest. He doesn't get alarmed or frightened. He does not start complaining about circumstances. He flies towards the storm. And then he goes in the storm and locks his wing. He locks his wing because he's not afraid. He knows it's just temporary. I'm arresting this storm. Woo, Jesus. He locks his wings and he allows the wind of the storm to lift him high above the storm. He didn't have to fly and try to boost himself up there. The wind took him up there. The wings are locked. He's secure. Why? God made him that way. God made you to overcome. He designed it in your new birth that you're never supposed to fail. You're supposed to always overcome every storm. We fail because we don't trust. So the eagle used the storm to rest. Not to sit home and cry. Not to sit on the rock and say, oh me, the storm sure look bad. Oh, here come, here come the hurricane. Here come the tornado. Here come this. Oh, we got, am I going to get a worm today? Am I going to get something to eat today? No, the eagle said, I'm going to take dominion over this storm. I'm going to use it to my good. <laughs> you need to use this time to your good called developing your faith. Develop your faith. When you trust, peace comes with it. There's no such thing as trusting and you still scared. Because peace comes with trust. That's why Jesus could lay down on the pillow and go to sleep. Because he trusted the Father. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Come on, stand to your feet. Not as the word giveth, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
Woo. One translation says, I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, the peace that Jesus walked in. He says, that's the peace I leave you, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to, don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous like the eagle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Rise above the storm. <laughs> 